now that Wednesday is here, it is time to make your weekend plans if you haven't already done so. And this weekend or next, they really should include a trip out to the Springfield Muni Opera for the chance to do something that you haven't had the chance to do literally in decades. Go out to the Muni to see a production of Evita. Critically acclaimed musical. It was made into a motion picture a number of years ago. But it doesn't get performed on the local stage very often, but it will starting this Friday night coming to the Muni. And to tell us more about it, Hope Cherry is here, part of the cast, Zoe Zara, the choreographer of the production. Welcome to both of you. Thanks so much for being here. Thank, Thank you. Uh, I, Zoe, I want to start with you okay. as, a, as the choreographer of this show. And it, it is a show that I suspect a lot of people are maybe not as familiar with as they might have been, say, Peter Pan, the first show of the Spring Community Opera sure. season, or The Wizard of Oz later. So, so tell us about this, just in general terms, and then a little bit about uh, uh, the, the choreography part of it, how big a dance show is. Is this, but let's start with what, what in effect, what's Evita about? Sure. Um, Evita is a true story. It follows the life of Eva Perón, who was the first lady of Argentina back in the 1940s. Um, we follow her from the time she is 15 years old, leaving home to embark on a life of becoming an actress and uh, creating fame for herself and rising above um, her upbringing in poverty to meeting a politician, Juan her own and getting married and becoming the first lady and um, ultimately looking to run to be his vice president. Um, as anybody who has read about her or seen the movie or the show knows, she sadly passed away of cervical cancer when she was 33 years old. Um, and so we uh, dive into her health decline as well. Um, it's a very heavy show. Um a lot of emotions, a lot of great storytelling, um, and a lot of wonderful music. You know, and uh, it, it's not a spoiler to uh, to point out that uh, that Ava Perone uh, becomes this almost mythic figure to her people in, in yeah. Argentina, which is amazing about it. Again, as you noted, she was she was the first lady. She wasn't the elected president, but she became, in the eyes of many, sort of the the symbol of the nation. Yeah, a lot of people refer to her as the spiritual leader of Argentina at that time. A lot of people look to her as a saint, um, having been raised uh, in poverty and having had kind of a rough childhood. Um, she, one of her missions was to help those who were less fortunate. And so she really advocated for the poor, for women, for children. Um, and she wanted to make sure that she gave her country as a whole a better life than what she was able to have when she was younger. But these people, of course, were, were not saints. Uh, they, they were human with human frailties. I want to bring Hope Cherry in because we talked about Ava. We talked about Juan Perón. Uh, her husband, who uh, one can imagine it, mu it must be a little bit difficult to be uh, married to the spiritual leader of a nation. Uh, and so Juan had a little action on the side, and that's where Hope comes in. Your your role, you were listed as character identified only as Perone's mistress. That's right, yeah. So the truth is that uh, Juan Perone did have a few mistresses throughout his life. Um the mistress that uh, he was with after Ava died was 14 years old. Wow. Um, yeah, and so he was probably in his mid to late 50s at that time when they were together. Uh, the character that I portray... He's hopefully was, a bit older. Yeah. Is, well, actually, not that much. Oh, okay. uh, she's well. also a teenager. <laughs> um, she is based on a real person. Um, I There's no record what her real name is, but um, in, in what I found in several... Um, articles is that she was referred to as Piranha. He called her Piranha. And 
um, he would introduce her in public as his daughter, even though she was his mistress. Wow. Um, And it is true um, that during the time that they were together, um, he met Ava uh, Ava Duarte, who became his wife, and um, Ava actually kicked this girl out of the apartment that her and per- uh, that her and Juan were living in together, and um, yeah, and and this girl thankfully, hopefully, went home and had a good life. But <laughs> no one really knows what happens to this girl either in the show or in real life. So. so, are these then sympathetic characters as the audience is watching this all unfold? Are are, are they rooting for? I mean, because because everybody here seems to have their their sort of their dark side to, to all of this. Yeah, I think it's really interesting because. I Ava is one of those characters especially that I think you really root for her at certain parts of the show but during the scene where she kicks me out it's very emotional it's very like she sort of becomes this other person but I also think it's just it's reality it's like you aren't always nice to everybody and also if she hadn't kicked this girl out she would have become this girl you know, or she had maybe in some part of her life, she was in some way that girl. So I think even though this character does represent like a real person that existed, she also sort of represents like who Ava could have been if she hadn't stood up for herself. So. Uh, Zoe, um, uh, I've never seen the show. I got the chance to see part of uh, a dress rehearsal last night. Yes. Amazing. Uh, but I haven't seen the whole thing. But but one thing I've heard over the years is that the role of Ava Perone, the role of Evita, uh, very challenging. Uh, fortunately, you have a very talented actress uh, in, in that role, Mary-Kate Smith. Let, let's talk about her and what she brings to the role of Evita. You guys... Mary Kate Smith, <laughs> to say that she is a great actress is the understatement of the century. So um, that woman is uh, not human when it comes right. to her performance ability. Um, her vocal chops are out of this world. Um, Ava is a very demanding role. There are very few moments that she's not on stage, and she's got some really difficult music to sing throughout the show not just in the sense that it was written in a way that's difficult but it is hard to produce in a healthy manner um, night after night and not get tired and she's crushing it but beyond that her acting ability is just equally out of this world um, to go from playing somebody at the beginning of the show who's 15 years old and kind of bright eyed and um, very fresh to the world and wants such greatness for her life and to see her progress throughout the show to, you know, her kind of peak, uh, becoming that first lady and having that power that she had longed for and making the changes she wanted to make to then watching her throughout the end of the show start to decline as Ava, um, grew more and more sick. I mean, I couldn't, ever imagine taking on a role that demanding and she does it with such grace um her character definitely i think has to carry a lot of the weight of the show on her shoulders since i mean sure. it's called evita yeah. and it's it's about her it's the uh, titular character there but um i i just am amazed every night by what she brings to the table um we've also got greg donathan playing juan Perón. Mm-hmm. he's fantastic i tell him every night i'm like i would vote for you for president <laughs> uh, <laughs> He's just so wonderful. Um, we've got a Muni newcomer, Daniel Mann, playing Che. He's the narrator of the show. He does a really great job. Hope he blew is me away last night. Yeah. He's kind of scary, isn't he? He, he really yeah. is. He, he, it's, it's very intense what, what he brings yeah. to the stage. And I hadn't yeah. seen him before, and I'm thinking, 
well, I don't know who this guy is, but man, that's yeah. a, wow. Now, uh, and the other thing that I, I picked up on in watching just a handful of scenes last night is I really got to feel like I'm in Argentina in, in the 1940s, mm-hmm. which which raises the question then, how is this story still relevant and relatable in 2019? What, what do audiences take from this? Yeah, I think it's still relatable because it's, there's... It's really a story of this woman who is trying to do what she believes is best for her people. And, you know, there is a lot of controversy. Like, we've talked a lot about it. We actually had somebody come in and talk to us that is Argentinian himself. He grew up in Argentina, and um, he spoke to our cast, and he said, you'll see people are totally divided on how they feel about the Perones to this day. But I think from her perspective, it's— it's relevant because you see this woman who wants to do what's best and she does what she thinks is best for her people. And, um, and I, I think that there may have been some repercussions of the things that they did may not have been the best, but she like truly loved her people and like wanted to do what was right. And I think you see that today because, you know, you see a lot of people fighting just for what they think is right and fighting for what, you know, they think is going to be best for their, for those around them in their communities. And to kind of play off that, too, you know, as you watch the show, she mentions that there's still to this day some controversy surrounding Ava and whether or not, you know, her work was was good. And she was the the saint that people put put her on this pedestal of being um, among the people of Argentina and beyond. And I think that our show does a really great job of portraying her in all lights portraying the the story in all lights you don't see just her being this the saint of a woman who who wants to do well for people you see the conflict you see some of those uh people being resistant to what she's bringing to the table and i think that you know in today's society we see a lot of that mirrored um and you know it just it it hits home even so many years down the road so i, I also saw some pretty spectacular dancing in the show last night and i don't yes. i don't say that just because my my daughter is one of the featured dancers <laughs> in it, uh, but but really remarkable, you know. And the costumes just, you know, were, were amazing too. But but talk about uh, as the choreographer, what what was your inspiration uh, for the, the 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 design of the dancing in the show? Yeah, um, so. I really, with this show in particular, because it is a true story and the whole show is so story-driven and so plot-driven, I wanted to make sure that in every dance that we did, it, we continued to progress the story through the movement. Um, and so if you pay close enough attention, you're going to see little hints at uh, things that are happening throughout the show within those within those dances. For example, the first big dance number is Buenos Aires, um, and it's when she gets to the city and she's ready to take it on. And there's... Um, a lot of different people represented in there. We have um, our white-collar workers. We have our aristocrats. We have our military. We have our lower-middle-class people. And, you know, everybody is very divided by, by class within that dance and within the way it's structured. And that's very intentional to show kind of how how things were back then and how the different um, groups of people were also divided. Um, but... Also, um, among all that storytelling, it's just a lot of really fun, high-energy movement. Um, I had a lot of fun kind of branching out of my comfort zone. There's a little bit of 
you know, partner dancing with some ballroom kind of stuff going on that I didn't have a ton of experience in. So I got to do a little bit of research, got to learn some new skills and throw them into there. But uh, at the end of the day, the dancing is just really fun. You know, I and it, I can't wait to see all of it uh, as it comes to stage uh, this weekend. Uh, before we let you go, I always ask, uh, what's your favorite musical moment in the show? Zoe, I'll start with you. Oh, that's hard. Um uh, from a dance perspective, the the music in in that number Buenos Aires is very exciting. I like the dancing in that number. It was my the first one I choreographed, my favorite one to do. I just really enjoyed it. From a listening standpoint, um, and actual music, there are two things that stand out to me in this show, and they are not songs, but they are moments. Um, in a new Argentina, which is the Act One finale, Mary Kate our Ava. Um, is is singing and she does this belting and I don't know what note it is off the top of my head but it is like high it's, like it's got to be like an F, F. Yeah, I mean and for anybody who who does music you know that's that's high anybody who doesn't do music that's really high it might even um, be an H that's how high it is <laughs> she uh, oh gosh it's so cool and when she's done with it I just want to like stand on my feet and be like <laughs> yes girl keep going um, it's so good and then um, as she declines towards the end of the show. Um, she has this lament right before her character passes away. And there's this underscoring where the, the cast is just humming this very somber music. And it's haunting and it's gorgeous. And it's so subtle that you might not really even realize it's happening if you don't pay attention. But without it, that scene falls completely flat. So. I wish you worked with a little enthusiasm for this show, Zoe. <laughs> no, so just try to pick it up no a little bit there. whatsoever. Hope, your favorite musical moment in the show? So... I realized this week my favorite musical moment is uh, in the scene of it's the opener for Act Two where she's on the balcony of the Casa Rosada and she comes out and the moment that she came out with her costume on, I started to cry because <laughs> she looked like an actual princess. Like she comes out in this beautiful like white gown just beautiful 50s style like ball gown beautiful like jewelry and a crown and these beautiful like long dangly earrings and she gets up there and she puts her hands in the air as you'll see like is the very classic like Ava move like putting her hands in the air and I like wanted to sob because she just she looks like she looks like a goddess up there and and her crossing the stage it was just amazing that will be the moment, like, if you don't cry as an audience member, well, hopefully there are moments, many moments where you cry, but, like, that one, <laughs> please cry because it's just beautiful. She's beautiful. So, obviously, you need to see this production. You will get eight opportunities to do so. So, how do people go see Evita at the Muni? Yeah, so you can get your tickets at themuni.org. Um, ticket prices depend on where you want to sit. So uh, for reserve seating, um, adults are 17, and then 15 is I think for seniors and students. Um, you can then you can also sit in general admission, which is the lawn seating. So make sure you bring your lawn chair. Adults are 12, senior students, military are 10. Um, and then to an under is free. Um, you can also, if you don't want to just go to the website, you can also call uh, 217-793-MUNI, which is 6864. Yep. Um, and then that's the Sangman Auditorium box office, and you can call them 
um, and order your tickets that way right. too. Or uh, again, you can just come out to the site on uh, on any of the show nights True. this weekend, yes. Friday, Saturday, True. Sunday. Yes. Next week, Wednesday through Sunday. Curtain yes. time is eight thirty. Yes. For each of those performances, and uh, the box office opens at seven. Curtain time eight thirty. So we would love to see you out at the Muni for Evita this weekend and next. And we're keeping our fingers crossed on the weather. Yes. yes. Hope Cherry playing Perone's mistress, Zoe Zar, the choreographer of Evita at the Muni this weekend and next. And thank you both so much and uh, cannot wait to see the show opening night. Thank, thank you. you. <laughs>